Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to lightninginsider.com podcast. Eric Erlinson from Lightning Insider. Dot com Last game before the Christmas break because, as I mentioned in the last episode, that the threat of severe weather in the Buffalo area this weekend was probably going to uh, force a postponement of the Lightning's game against the Sabres at Key Bank Arena on Friday. And sure enough, that's exactly the case as they're calling for a pretty wicked storm uh, in the Buffalo area. And, you know, you think of some of the storms that historically they have received up in that area, upstate New York, the lake effect snow, everything that goes along, and they start talking about terms of historic storm. You know it's not going to be good. The amount of snow that they're predicting, some of the ice that's going to be out there, potential for 65-mile-an-hour winds as well. Uh, so that game has been postponed, so the Lightning ended their road trip tonight. The Lightning will make up that game against the Sabres. It's been rescheduled for March the 4th. That's a Saturday. Uh, One of those rare Saturdays that the team had off, uh, at least from playing games, but now they will play uh, in Buffalo. That will be a 12.30 p.m. start. So put that little note in your calendar. Update your calendar on your phone so you get the right notification when that game is ready to be played again March the 4th uh, will be the front half of a back-to-back situation as Tampa Bay will play in Carolina for a 3 p.m. start uh, start the next day uh, on a quick two-game trip to Buffalo and Carolina and to accommodate that the league did have to move a game involving the Sabres and the Flyers to an earlier date so it uh, changes things around makes it for a pretty busy month of March, I believe, and and somebody double-checked my math, it's always a very good idea to check my math. I believe I counted 16 games now in the month of March uh, with this uh, postponed game being rescheduled for that day. So again, March the 4th, 12.30 p.m. in Buffalo is the game. So we have reached the Christmas break. We're not quite to the middle part of the season just yet. Uh, Lightning fall in Motown by a score of 7-4. It wasn't a 7-4 game. Detroit adds on a couple of empty netters, but it it was a game where the Lightning wanted to put put behind the performance from Toronto the night before uh, in the rearview mirror as quick as possible, and you can't ask for much better than once again 
scoring a goal in the opening two minutes of the game as Braden Point put Tampa Bay on top with his 400th career point. Uh, 1-0, the Lightning get a extended 5-on-3 just after that. A minute 50 of a 5-on-3, and they don't convert on it. Never really had any dangerous looks. Didn't Probably didn't get enough pucks on net during that time. I think Detroit actually got the clear three times on that power play. And to be able to really put pressure on a team during a five-on-three, your puck retrieval has to be spot on. Uh, your shot selection has to be spot on. You can't just uh, fire pucks just to fire pucks. You have to have a purpose and a point. I know a lot of times what you want to do on a five-on-three, you know, you have a lefty camped out at the right post and a righty camped out at the left post and try and find that seam pass uh, across the crease to try and give yourself a backdoor tap in and that's that's ideally what teams look to do want to do but uh, it's not always there and you know penalty kills know exactly what you're trying to do and not that the Lightning were trying to set that up you know they funnel everything up high whether it's Kucherov uh, or Stamkos and it just it just wasn't on tonight it just wasn't on. The power play was not on at all. It has to be somewhat maddening because we've seen when this power play is performing well, they're tough to stop. You know, they came into the night ranked fifth in the league in power play, 25%. They had a stretch of 10 consecutive games in which they scored a power play goal. But you can't get the job done. And it's unfortunate. Look, there's still a lot of runway left in the game. Still a lot of time on the clock left in the game. But I think if you score there against a Detroit team that had come in winless in six, they hadn't won since beating the Lightning at uh, in Amelie back on December the 6th. And let's face it, Billy Huso made sure that Detroit won that game with a heroic performance in the third period as Lightning had a franchise home record 30 shots on net. You know, you could have, you probably could have, you know, buried the Red Wings early on, found a way to, you know, build up a couple of goal lead and, and maybe turn on that efficient ability they have to close out games. And uh, couldn't get it done. The Red Wings got a power play opportunity just after that. Didn't score on it, but they were dangerous. They had the lightning under pressure, and it was one of those proverbial momentum-building power play opportunities. And uh, they end up getting a tying goal. And here's the other point of the game where things turned. Alex Kalorn puts the lightning back on top late in the period. It's 2-1, so you're thinking, okay, we're going to get out of this with a one-goal lead heading into the first intermission. Well, you gave up a goal on the next shift. And there's nothing Brian Elliott could have done on this play. It was a perfect tip redirection by Michael Rasmussen. Uh, under a minute left to go in the period, and, and now it's tied 2-2. So there's there's two key turning points in the first period. You fail to convert on the 5-on-3, and then you give up a goal just after you retook the lead and you, you allowed that game-tying goal in the final minute of the period. It's, it's never a time when you want to give up a goal. 
and you could see Detroit get some life off of that. And the game was 3-3 going into the third period, and you felt you felt confident about where the Lightning were sitting. They entered the game 8-2 on the year when, when tied. Again, when tied after two periods, they've won eight of those ten games. And you felt good about their chances of being able to do that again, go out, win a period, win the game. And for the first time this year, I can confidently say the goaltending let them down. As good as Brian Elliott was in the first period, specifically, you know, he sat there for the first seven minutes of the game, not only didn't see a shot, they didn't see a shot attempt. The Red Wings didn't have a shot attempt when they got their power play opportunity. That's how things were trending in Tampa Bay's direction. They were doing everything to put the disappointment of the game against the Leafs behind them as quick as possible. And then Detroit built momentum and, and kind of built themselves up. So as good as Elliott was in the early stages of this game, he was not good in the third period. He wasn't good. He commits a turnover on the go-ahead goal. He didn't lift his head up. Didn't see Joey Villano. Villano. Put it, really, he put it right on his, his tape. And, it, you know, it's an anticipa- anticipation play because he can, he can see what Elliott's thinking and he steps in front of it, easily picks off the puck and, and sends it in front and it's a wide-open net for a tap-in. They go ahead, and then then the fifth goal can't go in. It's a bad goal. He hasn't had many games like this year, or he probably hasn't had any games like that this year. Even going back to, you know, his first start of the year was in Pittsburgh. He gave up five in that game, maybe six. But he was spectacular in that game. He didn't really let in any bad goals in that stretch. The Lightning were just poor in front of him in that game against Pittsburgh. He had won his next seven starts, and he's been pretty good. I Look, I, I don't know sometimes what people want to see, and maybe this is just reactionary, but I, I had too many people show up on my mentions saying, Brian Elliott stinks. It's time to get a new backup. How come he's in there? Like Brian Elliott's been really good this year. The numbers aren't going to show it. Save percentage under 900. Goals against north of three. Ideally not good numbers, but he was 7-1. and one. And any goalie will tell you, all that matters is, did I help my team win the game? But he's played some games this year. And I think back to the game against the Sabres towards the end of November, where the Lightning were just awful. They were awful. And... It's a game where the Sabres scored five goals. Primarily because of how much he was hung out to dry. But he made some 10-bell saves in that game to give his team a chance. And they won 6-5 in overtime. So again, the stats look ugly. But the performance was far from it. And he's had a lot of those type of games this year. And that's a big reason why he is 7-1. and one on the season and had one seven in a row coming in. And he had a bad period. He had a bad period. 
he did not do enough to help his team win this game in the third period. Not too many times this year you can say the goaltending let this team down, despite what the numbers say. Same thing with Andre Vasilevsky. Andre Vasilevsky's numbers, especially the first five weeks of the season, were not Andre Vasilevsky numbers. But he wasn't letting the team down. The team was letting itself down. But tonight, I think Brian Elliott let his team down in the third period with two goals that are are on him. They're completely on him, one hundred percent. And there's a you know there's the the saying that sometimes it's not the ones you stop, it's the ones you let in, and that was the case in this game tonight. Made some really good stops early on, especially after not seeing the puck for the first seven eight minutes of the game. And the two he let in can't go in. They can't go in. And it's hard to overcome that. You know, it's hard to overcome deflating moments by your goaltender. We've seen this team pick them up, whoever it is. We've seen this team be able to come back, and they had a chance. They had a chance. Nikita Kucherov scores a six-on-five attacker goal with just under four minutes to go. And then this is how... When you have games like this, this is how they end up ultimately with the wrong, uh, put you on the wrong side of the ledger. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. The Lightning had three really good chances to tie the game. Really good looks, again, with the extra attacker on the ice to tie the game 5-5. One of those goes in. We might be having a different conversation right now. But the Red Wings blocked all three of them, and they finished the game with 18 block shots. The last one is blocked. Pops right out to Dylan Larkin. Rasmussen reads that. He's out at center ice. Takes the puck from Larkin. Takes a few strides. Scores an empty net goal. But they had a chance to tie the game. A couple of really good opportunities and looks to tie the game. Just couldn't get it done. But it's because it's hard to overcome goalie mistakes. You can overcome other mistakes throughout the game on the ice. It's hard to overcome goalie mistakes. And that's how you end up on the wrong side of a 7-4 result. Even if two of those goals were via the empty net variety. So now the Lightning have a week off. They have a chance to kind of reset their mind and rest their bodies. There there are players playing through some situations. I know Vlad Domestikov has been dealing with a foot issue. I know, um, you know, Mikhail Sergachev was banged up. We've seen him banged up a couple of times, taking some pucks off uh, his leg area. He had it happen to him again tonight. Anthony Sorelli took a puck to the face tonight, missed the last half of the first period. Nick Paul had to limp off the ice. 
you know, you're 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 approaching the midway point of the season. You're going to have players banged up. You know, nobody's 100% healthy by the end of the year. If you're 100% healthy, that just means you hadn't played. So they'll get a week off now between games to rest, a, a couple of bonus days to spend time with family during the holidays. I know those are very precious times. It's one of the things I really appreciate about having been able to cover the NHL for the past 20 years. They don't play on Christmas Eve. They don't play on Christmas Day. They used to play on the 26th. Many a time I remember having to get on a plane on the 26th to go cover a game in Nashville or Raleigh because they were close enough flights, especially Nashville where you gain an hour. But the league doesn't play. You know, now now it's mandated that they're off the 24th, the 25th, and the 26th. You know, they will return to practice on the 27th, and they open up a three-game homestand against the Canadians on the 28th. They'll host the Rangers on the 29th, and they'll have the Arizona Coyotes in here on New Year's Eve on a 5 o'clock start. But it's a good opportunity to kind of rest the body, rest the mind. You want to take advantage of those situations because they don't come often during an NHL season. You know, and you think of the number of games this team has played the last three years, even, you know, some of the new players, you know. Corey Perry has been to three straight Stanley Cup finals, right? You know, Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel playing more games than they're used to playing last year because of the extended run that the team went on. So a week off, you want to take advantage of it because the the storm is coming. I just mentioned the number of games that will now be played in March. It was already a full schedule. With 15 games, now you've added a 16th game in the schedule. Um, so they'll just take advantage of this time and reset and come back on with practice on Tuesday the 27th and then back in action on the 28th for a three-game home stand. I know a lot of people want to know what's going on with Zach Bogosian. I wish I had an answer for that. Um, if you're not around the team, you can't ask the questions. Uh, certainly can't ask the question of, of John Cooper. I'm pretty sure this is not a performance-related situation. It's not an injury-related situation. I think they want to try and keep their defensemen fresh. So I think you're seeing a bit of a rotation between Foot and Bogosian. Bogosian had a long run of consecutive games, and Foot sat out. Uh, I know Foot has now been in, what, three of the last four? Bogosian was in uh, against Toronto. Uh, but Foot was back in the lineup tonight. Again, I don't believe it's a performance issue thing, and I don't think it's an injury-related thing. I think it's, you know, especially, and again, you if you've been listening to me, you heard me talk about it before. If, you, if you're looking to, to make some room and move a player, and if Cal Foot is that player, he's got to play. And I'm not saying that's for sure what they're doing, but there's been whispers and discussions on that, at least internally, about maybe moving Cal Foot. Again, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but it's it's trending. Uh, at least there's that thought process. So in order to be able to get that, uh, if that's the case, if that's what they're doing, Cal Foot has to play. And again, he's not he's not not playing due to discipline or anything like that, right? But you have to get him in the lineup uh, to give him an opportunity to play uh, and and get into a rhythm and get into a groove. We'll see what things look like on the other side. Again, you got back-to-backs coming out Wednesday, Thursday. 
Arizona, and then you got another set of back-to-backs. They go on the road. They'll have Chicago and uh, Minnesota back-to-back, and Winnipeg will be on that trip as well. So uh, lots going on. Uh, before I sign off, uh, just want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Stay safe, stay warm. It's going to be Florida cold this weekend. If you ever have any questions, you know how to reach me. Ask EE on Twitter. Email is eric at lightninginsider.com. I hope everybody um, gets what they want under the tree. Hopefully there's no coal in the stockings uh, this Christmas season. And uh, I will talk to you again um, take a few days off here. Again, that Mikhail Sergachev story, I'm going to try and get posted by the end uh, before we get to the Christmas break. But I'm going to take a couple of days off around the weekend. I hope you will, too, enjoy and spend some time with your family. And we'll talk again next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.